Um, right now, we're able, we're booking all of our appointments. You know, as soon as we call, we're able to get to you in the next 48 hours. Um, if it's an emergency, you know, we're able to get to you that same day. Excellent. Excellent. And that, that's the number, 813-389-9474? Correct, yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, and I see, you know, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturdays and Sundays upon request. Just, uh, I'm just uh, very impressed. And so, um, you know, you guys, how, so it's been six months since you opened? Six months since we've really been working in on the process of getting the credentialing with every insurance. Got it. So that part was probably the hardest. Um, you know, we just recently launched, and like I said, we've seen over 100 patients within our first two weeks of opening. Wow. And, and Mark, I, I do got to cut you here. We're going to NPR break, but when we come back, we'll continue this conversation with Yvette and Mark uh, from Olive Health. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Amy Held. The ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is holding for a third day. As mediators try to keep the peace, NPR's Ruth Sherlock reports, attention is turning to the question of how to rebuild Gaza. Israel has said its strikes were aimed at Hamas targets and tunnels, but the United Nations says hundreds of homes and commercial businesses in the Gaza Strip have been destroyed, and six hospitals and 53 educational facilities have been damaged. Key roads and electricity lines have also been badly hit. Desalination plants that provide drinking water and sewage treatments are offline. Rebuilding is expected to cost billions of dollars. Gaza is governed by Hamas, which is regarded as a terror group by the U.S. and Israel. So President Biden says the U.S. will work with the Palestinian Authority, which administers the West Bank and is a rival of Hamas. Egyptian officials are helping to mediate. Ruth Sherlock, NPR News, Beirut. The world's response to the coronavirus pandemic is front and center as it rages on in some parts, already leaving nearly three and a half million people dead. NPR's Jason Bobian reports the oversight body for the World Health Organization gathers virtually tomorrow. Normally, the World Health Assembly convenes each year in Geneva, but due to COVID, representatives from the WHO's 194 member states will be meeting virtually. Several reports offering critiques of the WHO's handling of the pandemic will be up for debate. One of the biggest questions facing the WHO is how it can be a stronger presence during future health emergencies. The agency has limited powers to force any nation to allow independent investigations of an outbreak without that country's permission. Also, the WHO has only one official tool for declaring an outbreak a global crisis. But the World Health Assembly this year may propose a tiered warning system to allow the WHO to formally express concern about health crises sooner. Jason Bobian, NPR News. As more Americans become vaccinated, more are dining out. And now, help-wanted signs are popping up as the service and hospitality industry confronts a worker shortage. Philadelphia's Cuba Libre is operating at only half its usual staff of 80, so co-owner Barry Guten says they're offering some unusual incentives. We have a lot of uh, recent immigrants that work for us, in particular in the back of the house, that have uh, no English uh, skills, so we're you, uh, we're offering English as a second language uh, courses. In some areas, restaurant business has returned to pre-pandemic levels. George Floyd's family is set to attend a remembrance rally today outside the Hennepin County Courthouse in Minneapolis. It's been nearly one year since Floyd was killed. Community leaders and activists are calling for greater police accountability and reform. Last month, former police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty of murdering Floyd after kneeling on his neck for several minutes. You're listening to NPR News.
In a reversal from the Trump years, the Biden administration is extending temporary protected status for Haitian immigrants for a year and a half. It will protect against deportation and provide access to work permits for tens of thousands of Haitians already in the country. The U.S. says social unrest, poverty and human rights abuses in Haiti amid the pandemic make it difficult to return home. Italy is celebrating its victory at the Eurovision Song Contest. Terry Schultz reports the winning group beat out 25 other countries. Saturday night's Eurovision final was one of the biggest events organized in Europe since the coronavirus pandemic forced the shutdown of many social activities and the cancellation of last year's competition. Italy's Moneskin topped the next highest vote-getters, France and Switzerland, with its hard rock song whose name translates as Shut Up and Behave. Speaking after the group's win was announced, lead vocalist Damiano David said simply being able to compete was a relief after all the restrictions of the pandemic. This Eurovision means a lot, I think, to the whole Europe. It's going to be a lighthouse. So thank you, everybody, really. Thank you. The UK came in last among finalists with zero points. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz. France says it may introduce stricter coronavirus restrictions for British visitors once tourism reopens this summer. The French foreign minister says Paris is concerned about a virus variant first detected in India that's been cropping up in the UK, suggesting Britain could be put in a health category of its own. I'm Amy Held in Washington. You're listening to NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Urban Cafe on WMNF 88.5, over 40 years radioactive. And so we are here this morning with uh, Mark Oliver and his partner Yvette Guzman from Olive Health, uh, a, you know, a primary care anesthetic uh, provider here in the local Tampa Bay area. And they actually provide mobile services. So, so Mark and Yvette, you do not have a brick and mortar place, correct? That is correct. No, no brick and mortar. You know, that's what makes us, you know, unique and innovative. So, and also, you know, takes away the overhead. Yeah, for so sure. Come directly to you. So do you, uh, do you have uh, like, uh, in, you know, do you have like a van or, you know, you just show up in your own vehicle? Like, how's that work? I'm just... Yeah, good question. So we actually show up in our own vehicles and, you know, it's not, the reason being, too, you know, we thought about getting a van, turning it into, like, a mobile, you know, like a little doctor's office. But we want you to feel comfortable. We want you to feel at home. We're relatable. Mm-hmm. So if we have a doctor going to your house, a practitioner, a lot of the times, you know, you feel on edge or nervous. And so, you know, they come to you, obviously, in their scrubs, um, their regular vehicles, and they know they're having everybody in a conversation. And so they know everybody in the household. It's just very fun, you know, for the kids, too, especially. So we have pediatricians as well. <laughs> um, so when you ever, if you, I don't know if you have kids, but you have to take them to the hospital. For some of them, it is like a, it's a nightmare. <laughs> so we've been able to see young kids where they've had to, you know, almost get anesthesia to get a, their blood drawn. And we're able to go there, and the parents, we get it done. They're comfortable playing their video games. 
and the families just love it. It is, they're like, I can't believe this. That's incredible. That that's so that's so cool. I really just applaud this whole this whole thing. Really looking outside the box for providing healthcare, right? Right. Like the existing model can't just be the only way to do things. And I, I really like how this approach here of Olive Health LLC. So we got a couple callers. Uh, let's go ahead and get to a caller again. Uh, you're listening to WMF. Uh, 88.5, The Urban Cafe. And we got Mark Oliver and Yvette Guzman from Olive Health, uh, a local um, community-based provider providing mobile healthcare services. Just absolutely phenomenal. Let's get to this for caller here real quick. Good morning, caller. What is your name and where are you calling us from? This is Alexandra from Clearwater. Hey, Alexandra. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to say thank you for having the show and thank you to Mark and Yvette for providing this service. I'm a mom of two uh, teens, and they are uh, considered on the spectrum. They have a developmental and intellectual, um, I call it differently abled. Oh, okay. I like that. um, (laughs) Because I don't necessarily care for disability, but that's the common term. But um, I just wanted to bring up that in addition to the health care there's also a very big need for services for aftercare because if once they get to high school, like my kids, they do not have any, um, like the Y and the R clubs, they don't do aftercare for kids that age. Mm. So you're, de- you're left on your own. So I was wondering if that would be an area to look into um, so that parents can have a place to leave their kids when they're done with school because at least in Pinellas, it's one thirty dismissal, and I don't know too many people who are off of work at that time, so they don't have anywhere to leave their kids if there's not, like, a family member or, you know, someone that would care for them. That's a great question. Uh, Mark and Yvette, any thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Um, Alexandra, and feel free to reach out to me personally. We have a lot of resources for you. Um, so I talked about this earlier, um, and, you know, for once they graduate high school or once they're in high school, too, they're kind of thrown away, right, in our system. There's not many opportunities for them. So one thing we like to do is educate the parents on things that they can have, right? I talked about the I budget. You know, I, if anybody who's listed as radio um, and you have a son or you someone in your family has a disability, you need to start applying for APD services called the I budget. You know, these are the services where it's free to you um, through our taxpayer yeah. dollar. You know, you're able to get. I actually have that rest- for them, and I'm actually getting help because I'm working from home, and so I'm able to have somebody come and do online school with one with my one son because he's not independent. You know, on the computer, he can navigate the computer, but when it comes to work, like so, I'm able to have somebody here who can assist him so that I can work. It's, you know, so it's been fortunate that I've been able to do that. And, and just real quick, uh, this is again, Joshua, for our listeners out there, APD is Agency for Persons with Disabilities for the state of Florida. So you can go to apd.myflorida.com to find out more information about that. But go ahead, continue, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, being able to navigate that where you can get more hours too, um, to get services for your, your son or, or doc or daughter. Um, and then also, you know, there is a bunch of support groups out here that a lot of, you know, this community is kind of separated. You know, I hate to say, you know, there's 
autism and Down syndrome side, and there's not many opportunities for both, but there are support groups and opportunities for them that are out there. Um, I know off the top of my head of a few organizations and Pinellas um, already that I could connect you with. Um, very great. I know the Friends with Down Syndrome group has a dance that they do out there. So you're more than welcome to connect with me, and um, I can send you a lot of those resources. That would but be great. But you're right. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, once especially the ordered, social aspect because that's been pretty much dormant for this whole time, and they're really needing that. Correct. Yes, I agree 100%. And that's what people love about our fitness program. I wish I could say, too, it was my coaching, um, but they like it as a hangout um, because they don't get that much. <laughs> they don't really get many opportunities to hang out with people um, or just good energy. So there definitely has to be more groups. And when I talk about Florida having a lack of these opportunities, it is true. Um, but there are organizations out there that are doing a lot of really good work. And um, reach out to me, Alexandra, and I'll send you some few in Pinellas that I know personally. That would be great. Fantastic. See, this is what this show is all about, putting the community in touch with resources like Mark and Yvette and all of health. I Absolutely loving it. This is great. Alexandra, do you have any other comments or questions before uh, we go to the next caller? Um, the only other thing is our kids tend to fall prey to the um, bad diet. So hopefully you and Yvette talk about that with the families because we're pretty strict about non-processed food here. But that's one thing to talk about with families, that it's not necessarily go to the medication, but look at what you're eating and what you're putting into their bodies because their systems struggle as it is to be able to function. And if you're putting the processed food and the sugars and all that, it just exacerbates the problem. Very well said. Very well said. Thank you for, for mentioning that. And so thank you again for calling into the show this morning. We really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so that was uh, Alexandra from Pinellas County. So, and I think she 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 mentioned something there at the end that you know going back to the initial conversation we started with healthcare disparities, right? So, reading here from a study, biological factors related to syndromes, multiple comorbidities, limited access to high quality healthcare, and environmental factors all contribute to increased risk for people with developmental disabilities developing chronic health conditions at young ages. Uh, these adults experience higher rates of obesity, sedentary behavior, and poor nutritional habits. Basically everything that Alexandra just mentioned, right? And Mark, I know when you were on the show the first time, you talked about these things too, right? Which was one of like your drivers for trying to get them healthy, right? So do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, definitely. So I'm very numbers driven. Um, and that was one of the reasons why I really pushed into this field because when I seen this stuff, and how many people with a disability, you know, 60% of people with a disability are overweight. And you know we have an obesity problem here already, and not just our state, but in our country. Um, that number was, it was crazy. And then that number was almost 20% higher um, if you had Down syndrome um, versus, you know, autism. And so we're here having almost 80% of somebody with intellectual disability um, overweight and close to obese. And when we're going to these houses, you know, just as Alexandra talked, said, she's exactly correct. Um, we are talking to them about food. And so everything we do kind of goes into a complete circle. So we're doing the fitness aspect. We give them workouts. We give them food guidance. 
then also the healthcare piece, right? So if you have your entire circle of support working together, your opportunity for success is just so much better. Um, and success, I mean, a longer life. Yeah. So when we have our doctors, our psychiatrists, our practitioners who are prescribing these medications, and they have a relationship with your fitness trainer, and, you know, everybody's working in the same circle, it's going to, you know, it's, I truly mean it, it's saving your life right there. And here you have it, Mark, Yvette, and their crew making cha- uh, literally impacting lives uh, with what they're doing. So we have another caller who's been patiently waiting. If you want to ask Yvette and Mark questions about Olive Health, uh, about the Specialty Fit Foundation, um, it, uh, you know, some of the other initiatives they have going on, feel free to call us at 813-239-9663, email us at dj at wmnf.org, or text us at 813-433-0885. Let me go ahead and get this caller on the air. Good morning, caller. What is your name and where are you calling us from? Yeah, buenos dias. Como esta? Muy bien, muy bien. Uh, buenos dias. How you doing, Daryl? Yeah. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, good morning. You already know me, buddy. Oh, I know you, buddy. I know you. <laughs> wow, I feel like I'm in the principal's office. Uh, got a reputation. But I wanted to say, and I hate to bring this up, um, scammers. Now, I constantly get scammers who will call on the telephone uh, about uh, Medicare and Medicaid, and I kind of discern between them that they're scammers, and you try to call them back, and this is a non-working number and doesn't happen what can you, are you doing to, to really help the uh, disabled or handicapped uh, to elevate yourselves above them? I don't know if this has been brought up from people like that. Are you sending out mailers uh, such that their handlers could read it to them and that knowing that you would be coming through the neighborhoods, if I'm kind of understanding what you, you are advertising about yourself uh, on the show, something to distinguish yourself between uh, them, because um, I'm legally blind. Uh, I have um, like like kidney disease, but there are other and people like me, and they're trying to prey on people who have disadvantages. I guess that would be my my, my question. And um, thank you for the Urban Cafe, and you guys have a a, a good morning. Thank you, Daryl, for that call. Yep. Great question. Appreciate that. So yeah, so that's uh, you know obviously a, a very impactful subject. So what are your thoughts there? Um, yes, so first I just wanted to say hola, buenos dias. We also are bilingual, and we know that there's a huge disparity um, for Spanish-speaking providers in this community as well, so just wanted to throw in that um, plug right there. If you're looking for a Spanish-speaking provider, you can reach out to our number, and you can get on the line with someone who can speak in Spanish as well. Um, but as far as, you know, what he spoke about, that is huge in this community is finding people that you can trust, And so that is why we're partnered with Specially Fit. They're a well-known foundation in the community. And we're networking where people you know. So you're not just going to get a phone call from someone you don't recognize um, from from our organization. So what we are doing is we're out at the events. You're going to meet us face-to-face. And then that way when you get a call, you know it's someone you trust. Um, You recognize it's on the phone. We're also sending out um, mailers and um, emails to different groups that are, you know, centered around serving vulnerable populations. Um, So we're reaching out to different group homeowners and things like that. Um, We're also at Special Olympic events. Um, So I think those are all things that we want to encourage the community is to, 
use providers that they are familiar with, and that's why we're building this network so we can give those referrals, those informed referrals, and so you're not just getting calls and potentially getting scammed. And, you know, I'm going to interrupt, too. You know, he brought up a term that is very near and dear to me and into the field. Um, I, I didn't get the caller's name. Um, uh, Daryl. 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 So, Daryl, you, you talked about being legally blind and, um, you know, being scammed. And that's a big topic um, when we're talking about, no, not just special needs, but our vulnerable community. And something we do um, often is talk about exploitation. And because that happens more than you can really think of in this field. Um, and I, myself, as a group home owner, working with so many people in this community, I see this happen. And I see people trying to take advantage of people in this community. And I can share horror stories about this. And um, for us, you know, we always talk to the families about be careful who they're around. Be careful what they're doing. Um, because, you know, there is, there's people out there that are doing this every day and doing it as we speak, right? You know, they will try to pay me to be your friend. Um, or they'll take advantage of somebody and try to have them, you know, do something illegal, selling an illegal drug or something. And um, because they know, you know, if they get arrested, they may not do as much time and they can take advantage of, of them. So exploitation is very, very big in this field. Yeah, that, it's so sad that uh, I just really sad and frustrating and it kind of angers me, the, the thought that I know it happens, right? But it's just, you know, I don't think about it obviously that often and uh, just very disappointed sometimes in society. But that's why we got Yvette and Mark watching, uh, watching the backs of, of the uh, this underprivileged community. Appreciate it. You know, I want to get back to all of health real quick. Um, so you provide primary care services, but what other services do you provide? I see aesthetics is on there. Uh, can you just kind of give us a, a quick breakdown of everything that you provide? Yeah, definitely. So we have, we have doctors on our team. We have psychiatrists. We also provide Botox um, and lip fillers, which is the big trend right now um, <laughs> going on a lot. Interesting. And okay. It's, it's actually 50-50 for men and women that get it. You're kidding me. It is. Um, for for lip fillers? Not the lip fillers, the Botox. Oh, the Botox. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't got lip fillers, but I have got Botox before. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Yeah, don't, and it's not it's not painful at all, um, and it's very big. So we do that mobile, too. We come to the house. We're able to do your Botox. We have partnerships with spas in South Tampa, Dunedin, Wesley Chapel. We offer Botox parties of so your host. You can get your Botox for free. And um, that is something that has really grown um, big, and there's a lot of benefits to it as well, um, more than just getting the wrinkles off your face. Um, yes, yeah, so just to tag on there, um, you know, a lot of our patients experience headaches, and Botox is one of the best ways to tackle that problem without having to take a pill every day. So that's why we wanted to offer additional services. We're trying, again, we're just trying to do everything our clients and patients need. And, you know, for the parents of the special needs community, offering them mobile services as well, primary care. And, you know, for the moms and dads that don't ever take time for themselves, offering the aesthetic services is just was a no-brainer because we kept getting asked about it. And um, so we did add that service as well and have had a lot of demand for it. And like I said, 
It can be used for um, headaches as well as TMJ, which is like the jaw pain. Um, so a lot of great things going on there as well. I wasn't and familiar with TMJ. That's new to me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Is that like lockjaw like, or something like that? Yes. Yeah, so if you have lockjaw or uh, grinding your teeth, Got it. That can also be treated with uh, Botox injection. Okay. Sorry, Mark, you were going to say something. Oh, no, yeah. Botox is very, very popular for us. Um, a lot of the families love it. Um, you know, there's benefits, too. It talks about helping with CP. Um, so there is a lot going on that people don't really understand the benefits of Botox. And, you know, as being a whole wellness, wellness clinic, you know, we also offer lipo, weight loss. Um, we bring everything to you from IV bags. I actually ended up getting one last night. I probably get them every other week now. Um, as I get older and I can't have a drink and function with clarity the next day. <laughs> so, really helped me out. Um, I went to a fundraiser and you know, I was like, I got to get back. So I was able to get an IV and it brings me right back to life. That's hilarious. I saw that in the show Billions and, and uh, this is the first time I've actually heard of someone doing it in real life. That's funny. Uh, that's, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, you're an active oh, yeah. man. Yeah, especially, you know, if, you know, and other benefits, you know, like if you're not drinking enough water yeah. or getting enough, you know, vitamins in your body, it takes 30 minutes and, you know, it's, you feel brand new and it just makes your mind clear. So it's something I just recently started doing quite a bit and um, I fell in love with them. Okay. Very interesting. And do you still have the CrossFit gym too then? So I'm actually out of the CrossFit world. Okay. Um, you know, once Specially Fit, I got out of there once Specially Fit began. Got it, and got it. And I said, you know, if I'm going to serve this community full time, I have to let go of everything else. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot to manage. It is, it is. and But, you know, every day, you know, people, I love it. Um, every day is a fun day at work. You know, it's such a loving community. And, you know, it was one of the best decisions I ever made. And um, it's crazy how everything just ties back together. You know, like the healthcare. never did I ever expect to own a healthcare practice. But, you know, or work with this community. Mm -hmm. We're just able to make such a difference. You know, it's interesting. Life has, uh, life has something different planned for everyone, right? And so you just don't know... Uh, what your passion is until you go through something. And so I, I applaud the effort here. And so, you know, we are coming up on the end of the show and I've just, it's been a privilege to have both of you on. And so just to kind of wrap up, let's, let's talk about real quick, where can people find out more information about the Specially Fit Foundation? And then where can people find out more information about uh, all of health? Definitely. So Specially Fit and all of health definitely go hand in hand. Um, you know, you can go to speciallyfitfoundation.com, um, and we're active on Facebook, very active on Facebook and Instagram. And then for all of health, you can go to all of health, O-L-I-V, healthfl.com. And, um, you can go find us there, Instagram, you know, all of our personal numbers are on there. And what I mean by they go hand in hand is because even at our workouts we have for specially fit. Um, you know, being able to have our nurse practitioners there is where they build a relationship, but also make sure everybody's being safe and healthy. And um, just to put this out there, you know, we serve everybody, not just the disability community. We serve you who don't have a disability. We serve the seniors. Um, and we're going to make your life 10 times easier um, just by saving you time and giving you quality care. 
Absolutely fantastic. And so, and, uh, and for those who, who are just tuning in, essentially, you know, Mark Oliver and Yvette Guzman from All of Health providing um, healthcare services at your door mobily, which is absolutely amazing. And it's just really think outside the box. And it's tied closely to the Specially Fit Foundation, which is a 501c3 that provides year-round workouts, special Olympic training, and nutritional coaching and mentorship for individuals with developmental disabilities. Or as our caller, Alexandra, said, um, it, she said, oh, it was a great... Do you, what she do? Yeah, it was it was a great it was a great twist. Oh, I can't believe I forgot it. I'm sorry, Alexandra, but thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. Uh, and so, um, with that being said, uh, Mark, pleasure to have you again on the show. I hope to next time I see you, I'll see actually see you in person. As uh, hopefully the pandemic starts winding down a little bit more, and more and more people get vaccinated. Yvette. I applaud you and Mark and your partnership here along with your uh, uh, your additional partner. Um, it's just absolutely great what you're doing here with uh, with Miranda as well. And just um, really impressed with all everything you're doing here. And thank you for serving not just this underserved community, but the community at large with what you're doing here with these mobile services. Thank you, Josh, for having us. It definitely, we look forward to hopefully seeing you in person too and if there's anything we can ever do, um, if anybody's listening and you just want to reach out, um, just like Alexandra had re- wanted questions of other foundations, you know, please reach out to us. Um, and that's what we want to do. We want to be able to give. We can't help. You know, there's tons of great organizations out there um, that, you know, you may not hear about. They're not as big, but they're doing a lot of good work in the community. Fantastic. All right. So we're wrapping it up here on the Urban Cafe, getting ready for the Sunday Forum. Uh, Walter and the Fourth Estate is coming on next with their show. Mark, Yvette, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. 